0: loading the anchor app or you can go to anchor.fm. All right guys, let's get back to the show. Yes, friends. Journey at has an end for now. Showdown. Skexius versus Gafling. Arathem and Grandix. Yes! We have death. Yes, we have birth. Yes. Best of all. We have dark crystal. Age of Resistance episode 10 is is season finale. It starts now.
1: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz
0: <laughs> I mean, should I have gone a little bigger? Was that not enough? I think that was a little small. I, I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, maybe season two. Welcome to the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance After Show, the season, or so we hope, season finale, episode 10. I'm Christian Blatt. I've been on this long journey with you all along the way, and with me for most of it, is our own Angelica Trey.
1: Yes, most of it. Hello. Hi, guys.
0: Lovely to have uh, enjoyed the final episode with you. There was so much happening.
1: Oh, my gosh. So much I wanted to cry.
0: There uh, there were a couple of uh, tears that got welled up inside because uh, I was sitting there with you. If I were at home, might have shed a tear or two. This
1: would have been like a waterfall over there. It might have been. You okay. know, If
0: you didn't see me when I saw Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Believe me, there are times that I just can't help myself. So we are going to talk about the season finale and uh, our expectation for a future season or seasons, because clearly, spoiler, this does not end at the point where then the movie will start. There is still a lot of. There are many a trying between now and where the movie can take place. So yeah, they
1: left it open to having a few more seasons. Yeah. We haven't heard anything back correct on anything being renewed. No,
0: it's been up for like five days. And yeah. right now Netflix is usually making everybody wait for a few months for their shows. Mm-hmm. You know? so exactly.
1: So we will hear back and I'm sure we will be tweeting about it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> whatever I, I, the news is.
0: I'm gonna be going through HUP withdrawal one way or the other. Oh no. I know. At least we got we got some uh, some great Action. So we will break down this episode, we'll kind of go through it in the order it happened because we're only talking about one episode. We'll also talk about the season as a whole, but first, Angelica, I wanted to ask you your thoughts on this as an ending to at least this story, this one episode, this one season that we've gotten now,
1: so yeah, I mean, as far as this fun like season finale that we've gotten, I think it's been it's been a wild ride, and we saw a lot go down. We yeah. saw like a final battle in this episode and um it was penultimate. It felt uh, very, like, heightened emotions. Like like I said, I wanted to cry so many different times. And we've seen, you know, some, some tragic moments and some really heroic, triumphant moments. And I, I'm excited to talk a little bit more about those. But um, one of my favorite characters and one of everyone's favorite characters kind of befell a sad fate.
0: Yeah, it's true. There's uh, someone mm-hmm. that uh, I think we instantly fell in love with, and you might think I'm talking about Hub, but uh, Hub's Hub's story has still yet a to Hup be told count for you. Y- how many times I mention him? <laughs> yeah, it's well. I mean, how many times I think about him during the day? I don't. I don't know what. That it's count endless. Be. I'll tweet every time <laughs> I think about Hub. So you'll just see me tweet out like a hundred pictures uh, of Hub. Unfollowing
1: now. Oh, <laughs> sad.
0: But you know what? Understood. As much as we all like Hub. But, yeah, we, we see some really important transformations uh, for a number of characters, uh, some for the benefit of Thrall, and uh, I would say some very negative transformations for the Skeksis, and uh, some in a very final sense. So we'll talk about all of that, but right away, early in the episode, we get a little bit more, will they or won't they, sweet talk for Rianne and Deet, and... Uh, it's kind of like, a, all right, slow your roll, buddy, because uh, now she knows that she's not quite right. She's got the darkening coursing through her, even at that point in the episode. Uh, a process that I'm calling the deetening because she is darkening and her name I don't is like Diet. that. You don't, don't like that don't, at no, all? No, it doesn't You don't ring. like it, but it's what's happening.
1: Okay, yes, but the, the terminology here.
0: Is she the dark, is it the dark deetening?
1: Dark deetening, deetening. The
0: mm. the deep, the deep Arcanic? De- <laughs> now, that's not even real words.
1: <laughs> You're just making stuff up. Right? I
0: am, because I just want to talk about uh, what happens. So, it's
1: so sad. So even at this point
0: in the episode, and she's only had the Century Tree's abilities for a short amount of time, but when we were watching it, you pointed out something that the Century Tree gave her those abilities because the Century Tree was getting caught up in the Darkening. So uh, your observation as we were watching it was...
1: Uh, which one exactly? The, that, dar- the, the darkening. The darkening is now a part of her? Yeah,
0: the darkening also came along with the the uh, tree yeah. of- yeah, she's the been The century corrected. tree's abilities, yeah. Yeah. So, so you get all these great powers, mm-hmm. but with great power comes great, great darkening.
1: darkening. Nice. <laughs> nice. You'd
0: think we planned that. Didn't. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, and, you know, she just knows that, like, this is this is for the best, but- We've seen those flash forwards of uh, what could befall Deet. And just because it didn't happen in this episode doesn't mean that it couldn't still happen. So as we go through this episode, you know, we we see Deet. She's able to kind of go back and forth. Like when she sees Brea, she's she's our usual. Deet. Like, oh, my God, my best friend. I missed you, you know, because everyone's her best friend.
1: Yeah. So well, she's so sweet. It's she's hard to hate so her. sweet.
0: No, I, 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 yeah. I mean, just because she's never taken a bath. I still don't I don't hold it against her. You know? Wow. Clean, cleanliness is overrated. Just ask the podlings from the the, the uh, order of lower service. Okay, was
1: that that smell? I was wondering who it was. Christian? Well,
0: let's just say there's somebody from the panel who's not here anymore, so maybe <laughs> it wasn't me who smelled or maybe I scared her I away. I mean, you with, did
1: just say cleanliness is overrated. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe
0: <laughs> she got, she sat, Rachel sat a little too close to me and then was uh, scared away. But Ooh, let's wee. talk about this transformation so that you don't want me to call the deepening, but the dark deep before us. <laughs> the the deep Phoenix saga. Oh the dark, no. The dark deep. It's uh, still going. It is still going. Let me know what you think about it. Whatever we call it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, in case you guys don't know, I am handling live chat. I'm reading all of your guys's comments, and C Torres says, "I like it. I cried a tear from one eye. I'm assuming during some really sad moments.
0: Now, was it from one eye that uh, you can actually take out and send to do some reconnaissance?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, speaking of because if
0: Agra cried, it would it could only be from from really that one eye.
1: I think Agra. What about the middle eye? The
0: third I eye. I don't think
1: that one can cry. No,
0: I think it's too wise to be overcome with emotion. So
1: okay, so wisdom can't.
0: Wisdom knows better. (laughs) But let's talk about our own tears shed for what happened to Sweet Deet.
1: Sweet Deet. Mm, Um. So yeah, I'm so sad. Like that final. I mean, we're kind of like fast forwarding a little bit, but yeah, that like scene where Rian just kind of. Um, realizes what's going on, and and it's you know, kind of walking to her fate. It was yeah. just really sad, really heartbreaking, and it was just, like, it was a realization, I think, for everyone that, like, the sweetest, nicest character now has the darkest... Path that they have to walk ahead of them, and like she has to isolate herself. And I'm just, I don't know. It's it's just heart wrenching.
0: Yeah, and like meanwhile, Rian's like, I kind of did the hard work. My my glaives kind of broke. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know, I just, uh, I, I, like, brought people together, you know? It's Rian like,
1: got the easy route here. Yeah. I feel like he got the the Neo, like, oh, chosen one suddenly imbued with all these skills and powers. Rian,
0: I want to talk to you about <laughs> the Matrix.
1: And it's like, he, you know, it's like, yeah, we, we have the bravery character, but then, you know, all of the, like, bravest moments I feel like were... You know, maybe some of the other characters like D, you know, in that moment. And so I'm just like, oh, man, like.
0: Yeah. But to be fair, Rian is always, you know, he's always at the front lines. He's always jumping into battle. He isn't really thinking about the consequences, maybe to his detriment. But he's always ready to basically take the charge and, and bring the fight to the Skeksis. Uh, when and he we-
1: escapes death very well. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's gotten
0: very good at that. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so... We we kind of start off with they're getting ready for you know because we had the big speech at the end of episode nine and everybody they're waiting for all the Gelfling to uh, come. I guess you know what I guess uh, traffic on Thra is pretty bad in the morning. You know maybe not everybody's there when they expected them to be, but they have enough Gelfling to take the stand against the Skeksis. And I know you were going to talk about a Hup count. He's about to come up again oh, because man. when Brea shows up, she says. Thanks for my journal. Hey, where's Hup? Like, he's important to her because he should be important to all of you and all of us. So I thought that uh, it's it, it was sort of a nice touch, you know, mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I think that she's always been, you know, Tavra might have been the fun princess, but I think Bray has always been the sweet one. And it just sort of reminds you that she's like, yeah, I mean, Hup's a podling, but he's kind of part of our gang. Where is he? You and
1: Celadon is the... Uh, <laughs> I
0: mean, she's she's the ideas person, you know. She, she's the yeah. boss lady. She's, she's the, like
1: she's yeah. She's the the
0: queen bee, and exactly. B might B might be short for another word. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. You Ooh. can hey, that's not for me to say. that's not I mean, not my we, word.
1: at least we saw a little bit of a redemption. We've here definitely seen with that her. even
0: even as this episode started. You know, by the end of the last episode, she's like, all right, well, I'm. I'm you know, I got my mother killed and now my sister, she, you know, I got she, the one sister left.
1: She's 180s everywhere.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's very tough. But <laughs> I I like that we see just the realization of how serious this cause is. So you have Madra Farah begging Rian for forgiveness. And it's like, you know, we're here to fight. I know I didn't listen to you. that probably would have helped a little bit. But honestly, not that much. You yeah. know, it still would have uh, led to this moment. Uh, and they, you know, there's sort of like that moment of like, wait, Mother Augur's gone? Yeah, we were kind of ha- counting on some uh, witchy magic. Mm. And I don't know if we if we have a, a, a lot of that, you know. But my point about Rion taking a stand, he's like, eh, I got the dual glaive. I'm not afraid. He's like, I'll, I'll I'll die where I stand, but stand before I run again. So, like, that just shows you that's still in the back of his head. That idea of like, oh, so all you do is run away when things get bad. It's like, not anymore. Yeah. So I, I think that we're, we're really building to this great showdown and there's what I thought was a nice montage of you have the Gelfling kind of getting ready and you have the Skeksis getting ready, which for the first time in many Trine or at least many episodes, the Skeksis seem to actually be serious. You know, oh yeah! That, because usually it's just like they're laughing and drunk on essence, and you know, eating anything that that well, anything that moves. Because if it's dead, it's not going to be delicious.
1: I was honestly surprised the Skeksis showed up. I felt like they were such, um, you know, all bark, no bite yeah. type characters or type species. That when I saw them actually standing there, like face to face, you know, in yeah. this final battle, it was a. a Interesting moment for me to to see that because it made them almost, like, normalized, you know? They'd been sitting on these, like, thrones yeah. and in these uh, palaces, you know, this entire season.
0: Well, you could have understood if the Emperor's like, okay, well, you know, I am the Emperor, so you guys all have to go and fight. You mm-hmm. know, I, 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 need to, I need to be here. I thought it was an interesting choice that he's like, no, I'm going to leave the scientist behind because you know he did have a task he was building these new warriors you know I wish
1: they hadn't left the scientists behind because you just, think he
0: would have been killed right away
1: that would <laughs> no well i mean that would have been nice because uh remember what i said previously that i kind of like the scientists and i yeah. empathize i don't not anymore. Oh, you don't, not anymore i am upset i'm mad at the scientists
0: yeah he took things out on the on the ground that was her- yeah.
1: horrible <laughs>
0: that was horrifying and I'm glad they didn't show it to us
1: yeah you know
0: we just had from his little Little fuzzy buddy. Now let's talk about the Grunnecks for a moment because one of them got unstitched and we heard him talk. But they don't, you know, they they're sort of like podlings where it's just like they kind of had piece some words together. They're not great conversationalists. Um, that by no means excuses what he did to them just because they're not Chatty Cathys. But I was just wondering what you thought about sort of the moment where they're like, "All right, the Chamberlain said he was going to set us free. Clearly, he's not going to." You know what? the scientist is a little bit of a pushover and they just decide to uh, take a stand against him right
1: yeah i think that it was a moment for them where they realized we're not ever going to be free of uh you know these people and so we're going to have to create our own freedom and it was an awesome moment i was so excited and then it, it got dashed so hard
0: Oh, so so hard. hard. Now, here's a question I wanted to ask you. Sort of like one of their knowing glances was when the uh, the Aratham, the spitter was like spitting the body, the corpse was spitting out all the liquid, which was a disgusting sequence, but couldn't have happened to uh, to a nicer Skeksy than the scientist to get it all spit over. They were sort of like scooping up basically the venom. And did you think they were going to do something with that?
1: Yeah, well, I didn't know if they were going to do something with it, but I did think that the scientist was going to... Like, maybe there's some sort of acidic quality in this suddenly... And that it was going to hurt him, but it just somehow didn't.
0: Well, I thought that they were going to mix it with his essence. And I thought that we were going to see him drink because, you know, he drops one at some point in the episode. So when that happened, I'm like, oh, clearly he's going to want some more essence because he's got he's squirreled it away. You know, he's got basically all the essence that's left. So maybe you mix some of that venom with it. He's going to drink it and then he's going to, you know, kill over. So that's what I thought was going to happen. And maybe looking way down the road, perhaps they did do that to some of the essence. And maybe he still has a secret stash, you know, maybe. uh, but that's pretty far down. The
1: yeah, road. that's yeah, that's pretty like uh, a pretty minute throwback. Well, if the, they do put that in the, future.
0: well, it would be one of those ones where they would kind of flash. They would back have and to flash back you. Back, like, you sure. don't remember this, but here's what happened.
1: Remember that one moment yeah. where they were scooping up Ben? But
0: sometimes, like when you watch, you know, a show that's not on Netflix, and they do like previously on, and then you see like this one thing, you're like, well, why is that in there? I don't even remember that character, and then you are like. Oh, uh, okay. because yeah. something important happened, but uh, yeah. In, in any case, uh, so what do you think about just the scientist? He gets left behind. the The hunter becomes reanimated, and he makes fun of him for being a coward. And he was the, on
1: that Agra essence.
0: Yeah, that's that's some sweet. That was essence. the
1: strong stuff.
0: But the scientist was like, I wanted to fight. The emperor wouldn't let me. Mm -hmm. He's playing emperor. He's getting mad at the the podlings, you know. But even the podlings are like, you know what? It's just you. And, you know, there's like two Skeksis we'd take a stand against. The Chamberlain and you. We're out. And then the podlings just just march off, you know.
1: That was nice. Like, honestly, throughout this entire like season watching Thraw, it's like I like the Podlings more and more. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I almost think they need their own show or something because this is so focused on the Gelfling. I'm like, but the Podlings though. So if the season Podlings two? have their
0: own show, season who, two Podling. Who should be the main Podling in charge uh, oh, of no, this show? I going to say it. I, I, I don't have any ideas. If you're watching in the chat, whether you're watching live or the archive, does does their name rhyme oh, with my Pup? Gosh, does their name rhyme with Pup? I don't know. Just asking. Ugh. I, I I guarantee no, that there's I like a pod Huck. I guarantee there's a podling named Ugg. I do like <laughs> Ugg. Yeah, there has to be.
1: It's me. It's a boot. I'll I'll do the voicing for that. that will be exciting. Um
0: Speaking of voices, get ready. Something's oh no. coming up for you a little later.
1: Oh no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um so speaking of the skexies right now, Playoba in chat says Game of Thrones ain't got uh crap for lack of better terms yeah. on Chamberlain.
0: Look, the Chamberlain, and we'll talk a little bit about the movie at the end of the episode, but like, so you kind of knew the Chamberlain coming into this series, you know what he was going to be. And Mm -hmm. I've made the comparison before to... Littlefinger? uh, Well, the comparison I've made before is to Iago, both in Macbeth, uh, sorry, Othello, Mm. but also, of course the talking bird from Aladdin, because it's the same character. They are both named Iago and they both kind of have the same role. You're right. always in somebody's ear. You know what to say to get them to do what you want, but you make them think that what you want is what they want. It's like, you know, this is what's good for you. The, like there's the key moment where he he says that, you know, it's it's beneath the emperor to, to uh, face off with Rian. Better to have the general do it. You know, because he's just like, yeah, because, you know, the general's not as tough and, you know, he's he's still weaker than uh, than he should be because he hasn't had nearly as much essence as everybody else. So uh, so the point in in bringing all that up, though, is that we we're getting to to this point where the. The Chamberlain is is just getting himself well situated and if there was anybody that I would have expected to not actually do any fighting it, it's definitely the Chamberlain, you know. Oh yeah. But he, he I mean he's there, you know. And
1: he, he's there but he's doing some shady behind the scenes things.
0: I mean the shadiest thing of all because the the only skexy that we see Like, actually killed instantly because what we see happen to the hunter is more drawn out and there's more mysticism involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk about that moment when the Chamberlain, not surprisingly, just, just been waiting since, like, episode four to betray the general for, you stole my seat! I was like, dude, you got your seat back. What?
1: Are you really upset about it? If they're quarreling amongst each other and the Chamberlain can secretly, like, try to be killing off other Skeksis, that would be amazing. I would have liked them to have
0: both stabbed each other. That would have been oh, great. Okay. You yeah. Know? And there could be another Chamberlain that ends up in the movie. That's fine. You know, I, I would be all right with that. Like chamberlain jr or something i don't know
1: <laughs> junior like, you know they just they just found another chamberlain in their group and i mean like, you are junior it's, it's a
0: title they all have names you know what i mean they so, can't have
1: kids at least i don't think so
0: well,
1: yeah so let's they're ho- just like wait, you wait, are wait, now let's chamberlain hope, jr. let's just hope
0: not let's just hope they can't have kids um, i don't yeah. want to think about that
1: yeah and i, I have a really uh, when when we talk a little bit more about uh, some of the deaths too um
0: if you want to bring it up now, it's I okay, do? yeah bring it up now that's fine. okay.
1: um, why don't all the mystics just like you know do do what that do, myst- what the do, archer do did. what the archer
0: did? Well, yeah, I mean, let's talk about the archer's sacrifice because okay. he realizes like okay, so the so the uh the hunter is actually well and good thanks to that sweet augra essence that we referenced before. <laughs> And the he was
1: so he was like sprinting, oh, he, yeah. Like picked up Rian, like he was. Uh, I don't do I don't do sports, you guys, but it was like a football. Like he was running. Like he was
0: running. Yeah, <laughs>
1: with like Rian under He's, his like arm. Like he was. Yeah,
0: he was gonna. He was gonna basically get into the end zone. He was gonna spike exactly Rion. That's what there you. There we meant. go. Yeah, sports. That's the sports talk that you uh, wanted in
1: there. Sports.
0: Hashtag. Sports, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And the and, you know, when Agra told uh, the archer that, you know, that there was it was not going to be without sacrifice, she knew he kind of knew that he's like, all right, well, the only thing I can do in this moment is basically uh, take a big jump and that's going to stop the hunter because that that's really the only thing that can be done. But you're right. I just don't think the other mystics all want to kill themselves, you know. So, uh specifically, I would say that the heretics buddy whose name is very similar to like Ug or whatever it is, that guy, uh he's like he's not going to kill himself because they're like they're like bros still, you know, even though they're they're halves of the same. But That's true. other other mystics, you know, so there has to be a mystic for each of the other ones. So why doesn't the mystic of the emperor just you know.
1: That's what I'm himself. saying.
0: But there has to be a reason why. And they maybe don't want to die. It's I maybe mean, that simple.
1: Yeah, that that makes sense. Like uh, you know, any species that survives is because they have that survivalist yeah. quality and they don't want to die. But it seems like from what we've seen is that these mystics are very um altruistic, yeah. I guess and kind. So you think there would be a sense of sacrifice here. I'm just saying that's like a huge just uh, blinding like realization for me during this episode where I was like why don't they all just do that for you know quote unquote like the greater good of Thrawn well,
0: and then what it comes down to is like the fact that they're not doing it it's like shame on you
1: yeah so <laughs> now they're yeah by not doing this because we all realized it it's like selfish you yeah. know a bit so I was just like what the heck mystics you're all in hiding
0: well there seems to be some level of of mysticism or magic involved because of the fact that when they both die, that's when Augur is reborn. So maybe by putting her essence into the uh into the hunter, that's what made it so that, you know that the death kind of caused it. Yeah, I I'm wondering if there's if this is a specific case. Let us know what you think in the chat. Again, whether you're watching live or archived. If you're watching the archived. You'll see me trolling those comments in the weeks ahead. Uh, just looking for my hello, my fellow Hup fans. I need to make sure that uh, <laughs> <Hello>. we remain... <laughs> my Hello, Hup. <laughs> that my fans stay strong, we stay united, and that, uh, you know, we just get together to talk about Hup once you in a while. You should make,
1: like, a fan page.
0: I might have to. <laughs> if somebody hasn't already beaten me to it, that's yeah. that's really what I want. Somebody else to have made a Hup page for me Someone to just look at Someone
1: probably already did. You're in luck.
0: There's, there's memes out there already. There were over the weekend, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see the, the the big showdown happen, and we kind of jumped ahead to the uh, to the hunter, but that is kind of the most significant part of it because what we're getting before that, we we see that Rian is able to use the 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 glaive, and he there's some weird sort of essence being brought into the sword that isn't entirely explained. It looks
1: smoky, so you're just sitting there going, "What is this? What is I'm this?" Not used to and
0: he, and so the general's like, "All right, just kill me." And He's like, "I'm not a killer," and I'm like, "This is when you should be a killer, though. This is the time. Like, you know, you need to kill as many of these uh, uh, these skeksis as possible." Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like you you got this super cool sword, and now you're going to just I don't know um, hold back with it. Yeah. Like seriously, it's for all. of all of the golfing here. And now you're going to be like, it's not me. Come on, guy.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh but the uh well, we see we see some other uh harm befall other skexies. So not everybody has that same problem. So the collector is one that we see who definitely dies. Uh we we see Uh, Madrafara uh, basically sacrifices herself for Celadon, whom, let's point out, she did refer to as all Madra. So she seems to be yielding that claim and she realizes that uh, she deserves it. But talk about the moment when uh, uh, Madrafara is defended by a sort of unlikely creature.
1: Oh my gosh, the fizz gig. That <laughs> yeah. was such a cute moment. Just
0: biting on the beak.
1: Our eye patch fizz gig. Yeah,
0: that's um, how we knew it was hers. Exactly. It's like, that's why he has an eye patch, because we were going to need to recognize him Exactly.
1: Later. And I remember like thinking about that um, when Rian first went and uh, the fizz gig got the eye patch, yeah. right? So we we're, I was there and I was like, is this an evil fizz gig now because it has an eye patch? No, it's a beautiful, loyal, wonderful fizz gig. And it was such a sad moment, watching it, like, I don't know, it's just, it was so sad. It was like crying and all this stuff, and um, it was kind of a cute moment, I guess, with Celadon. Yeah,
0: that it's like, all right, you know.
1: She's comforting a fizz gig that's, I guess, a redeemable moment.
0: They say Celadon's heart grew three sizes that day. Oh, yeah. Thanks to the fizz gig, you know, because she's (laughs) like, oh, my God, this, this is so terrible. Montreferra, you know, sacrificed herself for me. It's not like we were, we were girls, you know, we weren't, uh, we weren't really friends. So I think that, uh, that's, those are the, the key, the key moments from that showdown are the, the fact that we see the Chamberlain actually kill the general, proving that they can be killed because they've long had this belief. And we talked about this when we reviewed episodes eight and nine, that for whatever reason, they believe that they're immortal and they can't die. But it's really just it hasn't happened, you know, that nobody's really been able to kill one of them. But clearly they can kill each other. And I don't know. I feel like that's very valuable uh, information because the Chamberlain probably suspected that they're not immortal. And he's like, yeah, well, clearly we're not immortal because look what I did to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that uh, it it was interesting, though. My thought, my one thought on that was that I talked about the Chamberlain's not really much of a tough guy. I feel like he could only kill a Skeksy if he was already half dead, thanks to Rhea. You know, I don't know yeah. if he could have killed a healthy general. A general who had kept up his essence for the last couple of weeks and wasn't mortally wounded a couple of different times in the last few episodes.
1: I mean, I don't I, – I, I agree with that sentiment. He's kind of cowardly on, in that sense. But I also think that Chamberlain did it because – because everyone saw him already get stabbed, that he knew it was a moment to seize, um, that no one would question why he died, why the general right. died. So, so Chamberlain just sort of saw and seized an opportunity to, to kill someone who it looked like they were dying previously, and yes. no one would question it.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah i mean at least at least not yet at least not in this episode you mm-hmm. know so even we, though
1: he did that like very creepy stare into the like camera almost yeah
0: <laughs> i know it's like Glad I was with
1: friends when he perished. <laughs> Looks in the camera and smiles. And slowly. you know,
0: while we're talking about the Skeksis, I I think that uh, you know I've had some fun with the Skeksis voice. I think this is the time for Angelica to just try out your Skeksis impression. Oh. You know, and remember the growls at the back of your throat. You know, it's a I little if bit I Yoda. Can do back it. Well, you were—that's well, <clears throat> a little Miss Piggy, but it's mm-hmm. close. Okay. Both Frank Oz, so you know that's that brings you close.
1: Uh, can, I'm gonna go for like a shrill one.
0: That, they're kind of all shrill. but Go ahead.
1: Okay, I, I feel I like I'm just it. gonna sound like Miss Piggy. Well,
0: they kind. Well, sort of can, every Hanson character. Yes. Yeah, Here, I'm just bit... gonna
1: throw the growl in the front and probably all right. harm all, right. all of my vocal cords.
0: Well, we're almost done, so it's all <laughs> right. okay.
1: Perfect. So we could you can cover the rest of this without <laughs> right. <laughs> without and then Another show talking. after this. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. What should I say? Skeksis. Uh, Skeksis. See? Yeah.
0: Isn't it fun? Isn't <laughs> it fun to talk like that? Skexy's friends. Yes, friends. to friends. Gelf. Give Gelfing health. Thing. So it's fun. And <laughs> I, would te- fun. I would tell everybody to leave their uh, Skeksis impression in the chat. But I guess you can't really do that. But you can tweet
1: them at us. You can definitely yeah. tweet them and at us. I know us. we're supposed
0: to give our social media at the end. But since we're talking about it, you can tweet me at Christian DMZ. Give me your Skeksis impression. And and also make sure you copy Angelica. And I know it's A-Trade. But there's like a lot of Y's. So just say A-Tray. what is. It-
1: A-Trade. There's uh, two Y's. only two? A-Y-Y-T-R-A-E. Yeah. I
0: there were like four. Because
1: if you just do one Y, it looks like I. Like I-I. I, I, captain. So I did two.
0: I, I captain. It was planned. Picard? I swear, mm, mm. my my captain. Your captain. Your captain. Speaking
1: of of uh, Star Trek, I just wanted to uh, point out to you that I don't know if you've already done this, but doesn't the Arathum remind you of something? With, with the, the combination, the yeah, yeah. Definitely the Borg, yeah. <laughs> The hive mind. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, the the, the Borg with the... It's like their, friendly their, Borg. Their, assimula- their assimilation, which, yeah. you know, let's be honest, the Borg kind of take a page from the Cybermen and Doctor Who. There's and and like, the
1: Borg has, it's like a that, face... That eye, Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. it's so similar. No, we
0: haven't talked about that. I think I wanted to wait to talk about that with you. Oh, well,
1: perfect. But,
0: you know, Rachel also likes Star Trek, too, so, uh, and by that I mean Star Trek as well. I think we all like Star Trek too The Wrath
1: of We Kong. all love Star Trek, because it's so lovable.
0: Right. And, uh, Keep an eye out for the uh, After Buzz after show on uh, Picard in 2020. Uh, I'm hoping to be a part of that, uh, as I have been for uh, both seasons of Discovery.
1: I hope to be a part of that, too. I
0: hope you to be a part I of it will like
1: well. I will just bust in and like, hide <laughs> under like, the table. What do, you, what do you do?
0: It's like, look who's
1: here. <laughs> and I just pop up. I'm like, oh, oops, All I'm right, here.
0: <laughs> so let's uh, kind of wind down the, <laughs> the action in this episode, you know, that – the uh, the Skeksis ultimately realize that they become outnumbered because all the Gelfling do show up eventually, which I think is a, that's a great moment. Eventually,
1: like, yeah, they're yeah, they're Key like keyword.
0: Yeah, like we're all late together, which was interesting. <laughs> it was like, so where were you? You know,
1: I have my my notes here. One of my bullets, um, just that I jotted down, was like the the rest of the Gelfling show up hella late. Oh, they <laughs> that's are my de- note. No,
0: but you're right because they are hella late. It's like. It's How like,
1: convenient! It's not
0: just like two of the two of the clans are late. No, they're, it's like all right. Clearly, you guys stopped off and you got some takeout and you know you had like, a little campfire. Maybe Yeah, you sang everyone a song took, of death.
1: Yeah, exactly. Everyone was like, "Let's all convene before yeah. we go to battle." Well, they were tailgating.
0: Show. They were tailgating the battle. You know, <laughs> it's like let's have let's have some some brews. They're and,
1: barbecuing yeah. back there. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh snap! We should probably we should yeah, probably show like, up." All right,
0: I guess we should uh, we should sharpen our glaives and uh, get on. Oh look. There.
1: Agra's here. Okay, we're coming. We definitely got to be. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Now it's time. So they realized that also by being in partnership with the Rathan that we're definitely outnumbered. We've lost a couple of Skeksis here. We got to get back to the uh, the castle and regroup.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's a there's a big celebratory moment. Uh, something that I think is very funny is how uh, Gurjin gets a lot of hugs and he says, I guess everyone wants to hug a hero, yeah. which I thought, of course, like, you know, he looks very huggable, you know. And then. And, and when he gets he gets a big spider hug, Aww. a big arathum hug. Yeah, it was it's like, kind he's of like, weird. He's kind like, of he's kind like of I cute. guess. And then he's like, all right, who's next? He says that like off camera. So it I was think...
1: like the most off putting hug, but yeah. I enjoyed it somehow. And,
0: you know, there's a lot of sort of background conversations during that from some of the characters that we know. And it's a it's a nice little touch because, I don't know, you don't need to fill the background with all of that, but I guess when you're dealing with puppetry you don't have to worry about seeing characters mouths move in a specific way and like dialogue that doesn't make sense and all that so uh, I thought that that's nice we have the celebration Uh, Brea does grab the crystal uh, from the bottom of the glaive so they finally found the lost shard of the crystal which... Uh, if you've seen the movie, that shard is uh, something that continues to be very important for many trying to come. Mm-hmm. So it's good that, I'm glad that Breya has it at least for now. Of
1: course she has it too because she's, you know, throughout this entire season, she's constantly said truth, truth, truth. I demand the truth, things like that. Yeah. And then, you know, coincidentally she finds the, I think it's the crystal of truth or the shard of truth is what right. it, what Augur calls it. Yes.
0: So they, they have that and uh, Augur references that the shard is the key to ending the Skeksis' power and uniting the Gelfling, and the the three suns are going to rise in a new world. There's a nice reference that the the fallen are not truly gone. So I'm just wondering that you know any of the the Gelfling who who have died in the course of this season who went back to Thra. Are they possibly characters that we could see again in future seasons because there's somehow one with Thra, which is part of the crystal, and Mother Agra. Basically, everybody except for Celadon, Brea, and Tavra's mother because they burned her. Mm -hmm. So she's the only one who didn't go back to Thra. Uh, Do you think think that we can see uh, these characters again assuming there's future seasons?
1: So, I mean, I know Agra is a bit of a special case here. Sure. But if... Perhaps if the um, Skeksis that ingested the the essence will they uh, will the Gelfling's essence um, then create that like phoenix effect that Agra had, right. and it will sort of bring them back.
0: Well, it'll be interesting to see, you know, and uh, I don't know. Again, we know from the movie that uh, the, there are some Skeksis that survive into the future. So Yeah. So it's always hard, and I, I don't feel like that's a huge spoiler if you haven't watched the movie yet. In the first minute, you know they're Skeksis, So Yeah, there's it, a
1: reason they're in yeah. this whole prequel. Yeah, there's a reason
0: that we have them. It's not some <laughs> other villain that yeah. you're like, well, they clearly beat all of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So in any case the uh so and i have to mention Hup because he's oh he's separated from his friends and he's like oh he finds that little device where he can he can basically hop a ride on lore because like a podlin walking all the way back it would take him i don't know I don't, many a trine to make that journey so i think that if he's got lore he's on his way back and i don't uh,
1: know if lore is particularly fast though
0: yeah, but it's you know, basically Hup can put his feet up and just, you know. Just
1: I mean, the adventures of Hup his, and Lore. He can sounds, sing into
0: his spoon, you know, his yeah, little toddling songs.
1: I dig it, but it might be a slow journey, just putting that out yeah, there. Yeah, so
0: that's, you don't want that standalone series, I, the adventures well, I of just, Hup and Lore?
1: I don't want to see the travel bits, but I would be happy to see maybe like Hup's adventures and then Lore just kind of being like, ooh. See, I knew you were team Hup. You know, <laughs> well okay but i'm just saying lore does not look like he's gonna no. break into like sprint
0: no that's true yeah yeah uh so it seems like this is this is a great moment for all the Gelfling, except as we referenced deet who is just filled with darkening and talk about that last scene of deet when she walks off, she sort of has that. Well, she has that purple look in her eyes.
1: I think her eyes turned blue.
0: Yeah, and she just kind of looks at Rian, walks off. But anything that follows her, like all the all the vegetation, all the plant life, it just all dies and turns purple. It's so
1: sad. So
0: she's leaving, darkening in her wake. Basically, she's never
1: gonna be able to have her blue moss ever again. Ever. I don't think so. No, it's I gonna don't. darken. And I know. Wilt. So if
0: she, soon as she touches it. Yeah. So let's talk about where we leave Deet at the end of episode ten, at the end of this season, possibly the series. Where, where, what do you hope is best case scenario for Deet from here on? In?
1: I mean, I think realistically, I sort of saw Deet's path. Sudden, you know, right at that last scene, it was pretty straightforward. Is she's basically gonna live a life of misery, isolation, yeah. and you know, just being surrounded with, with darkening, aka like death essentially. So uh, maybe she can return back to some sort of cave or something, you know like a nice leaky cave where yeah. there's nothing living and um, exist over there and then when there is a calling she can come out and sort of I guess uh, be that person that has to take in this darkening because um her uh, like her physical form is somehow able to to take it at this point and she can withstand it and then shoot it back out you know so i think she's she's going to be a weapon for sure but um, she's not going to be the happy, fun Deet that we know No, of. the
0: Deet who loves everyone and loves everything and, you know, is, is introducing herself, you know, in she, early episodes, yeah. like saying, hi, I'm Deet. Who are you? to something that's trying to eat her, you
1: mm-hmm. know. Instead, it's going to be like, hi, I'm Deet. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. you're
0: dead now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, just basically like, you know, she has like the touch of death. She, she can't touch anyone, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's very sad for Deet's future. Like,
1: oh, right? uh,
0: great. Very much that. Yeah. Like rogue yeah and so we we hope for the best for deet in the future moment and basically for deet. Mo- just a quick moment and okay. we move on <laughs> and so it seemed like you know and then we get the big like dark crystal age of resistance fade to black time for the credits except that uh we see the scientist is still working on making the army and the uh chamberlain's like you know, look on bright side. We still live. And, you know, leave uh, it up
1: to the Chamberlain to find a silver lining. Yeah, the silver
0: lining. And he's like, oh, General Perished at Stone Wood. Glad I was with friend when he died. And we get those character moments. But then we get to see the uh, the, the 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 Grabic arathum combination. Super scary, nightmare inducing warrior. And that's the end. So, what do you think from that end scene, and just sort of basically this ten episode journey that uh, we've both been on uh, over the last week? What are your thoughts on the way it ends, setting up uh, clearly season two?
1: Um, yeah, I, I mean the the creature is kind of setting it up for you know future stuff. Like from what I've from what we've seen, if you have watched the original movie, it yeah. does kind of hint towards things sure. there. So it's it's sort of setting that playing field, and we're watching it all unfold. I think it was a very good way of of showing that. I didn't particularly love how it was done. That one scene with the scientist just broke my heart.
0: Oh, that was rough. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, because I remember sitting there thinking, "Oh, this. Is, you know what? You could probably show this to kids." And then that happened. I was like, "Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> this yeah. is rated R." <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it 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 set it up it set it up well, and You know, I think along with the darkening spreading, we see the show get darker.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, this last episode was uh, was plenty dark. You know, there was uh, there was no shortage of uh, of things. And, you know, we'd seen plenty along the way. Uh, Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting to see. you know hopefully that there is another season you know there isn 't just the movie that goes into this series there are There were a series of young adult novels that they actually you know some let 's just say some fandom immediately sweeps aside novels that have been written star trek Star wars and uh, I think that this was one that kind of embraced it and built it into the storytelling and some things from comic books. And previous to this, Netflix had been developing an animated series. And actually, that's where the character of Rian came from. And they sort of were like, well, we want to have this guy be a part of it. Basically, it's like, look, we paid to develop this dude, so let's use him. So I think there, it, it is a very rich story. And look, there for somebody who's really looking into Fill the Gaps, I definitely say watch the movie now. If you haven't watched it uh, and you finish the series, I think that it'll, it'll let you think a lot about it. And uh, if you have time to read novels and comics and things, uh, more power to you, yeah, I wish and, I did. But.
1: yeah. And then just going off of that, let us know what you think., yeah. you like always feel free to comment.
0: I would love to continue talking about the show. Yes, and you know, I almost I almost feel like we should uh, watch along the movie or something. You know, we should Ooh. do we should do something with the movie uh, in the time ahead.
1: I would like that. However, the movie, now I feel like going to sit down and watch the movie. What I think it's like, what, an hour and a half It's long? an hour and a half, yeah. It's going to feel so rushed because yeah. we're so used to exploring yeah. everything. Yeah, but yeah, it's exactly. going to be nice to see some fizz gigs again. I, and yeah, I know. Oh, the fizz gigs. There's such a good character. Like, creatures and, and podlings are so great as well. But um, make sure you guys comment and, you know, like... Uh, thumbs up here on our YouTube and yeah. five stars over on iTunes. We really do appreciate it.
0: So in our uh, final moments, uh, you know, what we've done when we've had time throughout the, the series, the R series, the uh, after show, we've talked about some of the characters and some of the voice work that went into it. And I'm wondering, are you able to isolate one? But if you need to have two, who are your favorite character or characters? One or two, but not more than two. There can't be a three-way tie.
1: I like Breya.
0: I do like Breya. Breya's yeah.
1: great. I it might be because I relate to Breya. She's sort of like the the Ravenclaw, you know, yeah. of the world here in Thra.
0: And all she she's just she's just reading, she just trying to be She wants the truth. Smarter. And yeah.
1: I, you know, I think that's like such a a redeemable like main character trait here. You know, it's like she's she's caring, but she values the truth, I think overall. And you know while she's stubborn, I think a lot of stubborn characters can get a lot of things done as long as you're aligned correctly. So I do like Brea a lot, and um i I love the podlings if we're just gonna go over to like creatures no, in I this do world, i
0: as a whole, I do really like them, yeah,
1: yeah, I think they could have their own series, so to speak, you know, like if yeah. you could figure out you know all of the uh the language breakdown and stuff yeah. without it getting to. Uh, broken and frustrating sometimes, but I I love like the bar scene and things like that. And obviously, I think like Gurgin. There's just something about Gurgin. I do. It's really, yeah. Nice. Well,
0: he's he's usually there for comic relief, and yeah. uh, he's a true friend Maybe to Rian it. when nobody else is. You <laughs> so know? breaking
1: it down, I yeah. like the humor, yeah. and I like the truth here. And yeah. So those I are the characters. That most show that. likable
0: characters definitely Deet and obviously I feel very strongly about Hub. But best defined, well rounded character for me. Is definitely the Chamberlain because it's just there's so many he's he's again to bring it back to Star Trek he's playing three level chess and everybody else is just playing like one level and so he's, you
1: like a Skeksis
0: well he's the best character he's not my favorite character I already said that that was Deet
1: okay so
0: but this is the best the richest character that just does the the most and it's just really impressive
1: I guess going along with that Playoba and Chat right now says Skekmal was the most beautiful. Remember that line? Yes,
0: I do remember that.
1: <laughs> so I think uh, we got some other Skeksis yeah. fans maybe in
0: here. I believe that that voice is Simon Pegg. And so uh, that's great. And the Emperor is Jason Isaacs, whom uh, you may know from season one of Star Trek Discovery as Captain Lorca. We've talked about Mark Hamill as the scientist and some of the others, you know, but those those are some of the biggest. And I think I, in just the final moment, I wanted to just commend The fact that every character there, of course, is the voice actor, but just the fact that there are puppeteers actually operating these characters. And then, you know, to be fair, the voice actors have to come in after the fact. And basically it's like what you have to say this dialogue and make it fit in this thing that's already filmed. This is how much time you have to say it. So I think they both have tough jobs. But let's be honest, the the uh, the puppeteers. I mean, I don't even know how many hours it takes to do a ten hour uh, ten hour series like this. Oh,
1: totally, yeah, and just like all of the the work that goes into it, they yeah. could honestly release, you know, just like a few hours of just footage of yeah. what goes behind the scenes yeah. for this. And I think a lot of people would really enjoy that. And
0: if you've ever seen any Henson stuff behind the scenes. You know where you've you know you've seen Jim Henson operating Muppets. You've seen behind the scenes on Sesame Street. It's just crazy to just watch. You know just the, the how elaborate it all is, and uh, sort of as a, as an homage to some of the, the that Muppet crew. There's two names involved with the series that uh, I wanted to give credit to. One is Dave Golas, who is the voice of Gonzo among others, but mostly Gonzo. He's a character named Baffy in this series, and then also uh, not doing any voice work, but uh, as the puppeteer for a number of characters is Kevin Clash, who is best known for, he's not the original Elmo, he's not Elmo right now, but he's like sort of like the heyday of Elmo in his sweet spot up until I think about 2012, 2013. So when you read the credits, you'll see some familiar names. And then of course you'll see celebrity names, you know, Andy Samberg, we've talked about a, a lot of these people who are there. But it's just it's just very impressive. Andy uh, was
1: so funny. He, he's such a great uh, character. That was yeah. such a such a good yeah. moment, and I'm sad I didn't get to cover it with you guys. Oh, that's true. You weren't laughing there for that one, at but, home. but
0: let's just hope for season two. Let us know how uh, optimistic you are for season two, and what you would like to see from season two. Again, you can leave those comments in the chat for this episode. Or you can contact us on Twitter, which is a great way to keep in touch. I'm happy to continue talking about the Dark Crystal specifically, Hub, uh, for wow. weeks and months to come. Wow! What? And and I, I and we still <laughs> welcome all of your Skeksis impressions. We
1: demand the truth. That's right. Via your comments. Yes, and where.
0: Can people send their shards of truth to you? Angelica? You can send
1: your shards of truth to me on Twitter and most other social media platforms at a tray a y y t r a e, or on Instagram at Angelica
0: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And mere moments here on AfterBuzz TV from right now, you can see me talking about a very different darkening that is taking over a different planet. We'll be doing the Trump Report in a few minutes here on AfterBuzz TV. That's all the time we have for right now. But thanks so much to everybody who has been with us for all of these episodes. We hope that we see you soon.
1: Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it.